the ability to interact with someone on their terms in their kind of like most communicative place, basically email or phone, that's what we're trying to build here. If you have a list, if you have a database of their email and their phone number, you can probably reach out to them forever. Welcome to Marketing with Matt. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner looking to create more margin in your life and business, you're in the right place. For more after the show, be sure to check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com. Welcome out to Marketing with Matt, where Matt Decino introduces marketing tactics and tips for business owners and entrepreneurs who are looking to create more margin in their life and business. Uh, Matt Decino, we're going to talk list building today. What's happening? Yeah, what's going on? This is one of those things that that might be foundational. There's a lot of dimensions to it, but it it to that end, to margin, right? To space, to freedom, to have the ability to prioritize the things that are most valuable in your life and not feel like you're always fighting for every next sale. Having a list has been transformative. When I think about the business that I had even only a short while ago, three, four years ago compared to today and what's possible. And so I wanted to talk about that. Like what are the foundations of a list? I want to give you an example and a story of something that happened recently that was the benefit of having a list that I wouldn't, you know, couldn't have experienced otherwise. And and hopefully give some tactical, practical next steps. If you're feeling like, okay, this is cool. Maybe either have a list for the categories of you have a list or you don't have a list. So I'm going to go from like brand new or I've got it, but maybe I don't feel like I'm, you know, not having the same results that you are, Matt. So I want to kind of talk from that perspective. Um, but so the, the backstory here we're talking about is, is the list. I remember the first time I heard this idea of different types of traffic, right? The traffic that exists out there in the world, it already exists. There's people out there who probably want to buy whatever you're selling. They already exist. It's not about trying to create them. It's about getting in front of them. So that was the first understanding. The traffic already exists. It's not about creating traffic. It's about getting in front of that traffic. So then you had to think, where, where do I find that traffic? Or how do I get in front of that traffic? And it's you'll quickly realize not all traffic is created equally. So there's a few types of traffic. I've heard, you know, there's traffic you buy, right? Which is, I literally just pay money. That's paid ads. I can pay money to Facebook and they will guarantee impressions. That's all they're guaranteeing. I will get in front of that traffic. So I can buy traffic. Obviously, we could talk the, you know, upsides, downsides of that. Uh, There's traffic you could borrow. And I would think of this, like borrowed traffic is um, a lot of social media right, is is really borrowed traffic. Honestly, like right now, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you are borrowed traffic. <laughs> you are hearing this because the platform, the distribution platform has decided to let me distribute this to you. I, a good illustration of the, the change over here is Facebook groups just a few years ago felt like an incredible platform for traffic. It was organic. I could, I could uh, you know, herd my ideal prospects into a Facebook group and and I could post something and they would see it. Facebook would prioritize. They're in my group. Therefore, when I post something without having to pay a dime, I can, I can get in front of them. That's borrowed traffic. How do I know it's borrowed traffic? Because Facebook changes their mind. And now all of a sudden, like we measure this every single week and I get about, about a 10% reach, if that, like at most. I mean, you've got, uh, if you've got 5,000 people in a Facebook group, you're gonna reach about 500 folks. And that's just how it kind of goes. And so you might have said at a point, wow, look at this traffic. I've, I've, I've found a way to, to assemble this. I've got 5,000 people in a Facebook group, but it's borrowed. That can change on a dime for any reason and you don't have control of it. And so then the last one, so the bot, the borrowed, the last one is the traffic you own. And that idea of what is own traffic, it comes down to the list. The 
ability to interact with someone on their terms in their kind of like most communicative place, basically email or phone, that's what we're trying to build here. If you have someone's, if you have a list, if you have a database of their email and their phone number, you can probably reach out to them forever, right? Or there's a way to do it. And you could ensure that it gets there, right? Because even like paid traffic, the, the stuff you buy, they can change the price. I'm paying for it every time, right? What it cost me to reach a thousand people was very different five years ago than it is today, right? Same thing with the borrowed traffic. What, it, what I was able to do with borrowed traffic and reach a thousand people, very different five years ago to today. With owned traffic, the difference in my ability to reach a thousand people five years ago to today is, is we're talking pennies. And in some ways, it's actually improved. Like there's, we've actually seen a shift and a cost reduction because you're looking at like tools that you're using to deliver email. Technically, email, there's a, there's a vehicle there where it's free. You can take that list and if you do it slow enough, you can, you can reach out to people uh, for free for absolutely no cost, um, which, is, which is phenomenal. And so that's what we're looking at is in the world of marketing, you're trying to make it easier for you to reach out to folks, to get traffic, to get awareness, to get attention. If you are building a list, if you're creating, if you're assembling traffic that you own, you start to see greater and greater leverage as time goes on. And so that's, that's what we're talking about is building that list. How do we make sure that we're getting people's name, email, phone number, right? And so you can think of it as like, it's, we call it, if you need a name for that, it's like, it's the name, name, email, phone number is NEP and I, I reverse it into pen. But so I'm like trying to collect as many pens as possible, right? Phone number, phone, email, and name. If I get phone, email, and name, get those pens, um, I'm feeling good. So I'm collecting pens all day long. And uh, so what does it look like to do that? The first thing that's foundational here is that you need a place to assemble it. Right. I don't know if you think if you think the pen analogy, right? It, 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 remember in school, I don't know if you were cool like me. I was a total nerd, but I had uh, those, what were they called? They were just little like pouches that you just put pens into. I don't know if it's called a pen pouch or I forget the name of it. Like a trapper keeper or the, uh, they were pen pouches. Yeah. That's like, a, it's all like, they were pen pouches is what they were. I don't know. Like, what an interesting market. But it's just like, because I needed to have all the different colors, plus I needed to have highlighters. Man, I remember going into like middle school and high school and you felt like, I need to have all like I need to have a red pen and a blue pen and a green pen and a black pen and five black pens and then number two pencils, right? All of that um, you assembled. You needed a place to gather it because it's nonsense to say it's just not that it's it's almost frustrating if you have a bunch of pens lying around and they're not assembled in one place. It'd be the same thing with contact information with the list. If you are sitting here saying, I don't have a list, really what you're saying is you don't have a pencil holder or a, a you know pen keeper. Um because you could go to your email account and you could probably find in the in their signatures, they probably a lot of them have their phone numbers and and you obviously have their email and probably their name. They're there. They're just not organized. And so if you're standing here and say, I have no list whatsoever, Matt, how do I get started? I would say all you need is a is a pencil holder. I think that's what we call it actually. We call it a pencil holder, but you need a pencil holder. You need somewhere to assemble all of these phone numbers, emails, and and names. And so that comes down to a CRM. That's like, that's, you need a, uh, you know, that's the client relationship manager, someplace to assemble all of the contacts. So once you have it, and if you're brand new and you don't know what to start, you get, this could be a Google sheet. Putting into a Google sheet will serve you. You can import it into many other places. But so let's go start foundationally. You need a Google sheet and you put the names, emails, and phone numbers. If you are like, this is frustrating. You can actually delegate this to a VA. Remember the first time I made this shift? That's what I did. I said, dear VA, here is access to my email. That seems scary, but it's, it doesn't have to be. You got to like at some point, just get over it. Get over yourself. You're not that, 
not that special. <laughs> People don't care that much. And, uh, um, and you say, go through literally all of my emails. And I just want you gathering names, emails, and phone numbers. Names, emails, and phone numbers. Because if you believe that the most valuable thing you can do for your business is have traffic you own, you got to make that shift. And that's what, it, that's what it did for me. I literally brought a VA into my email. And I remember uh, she went through and put it onto a Google, Google Sheet. So now I could, now if someone asked me how big is your list, I could answer. Even if it was like 150, like I had a list. And, uh, you know, it's like I, I had a way where I could um, even have a starting point to go into a tool and to now, you know, do something with this list. And so step one, assemble, gather, get your pencil holder, put all those pens in, in, in one place so you can access it. And that's a CRM or a Google Sheet. The second thing that um, I'd be thinking about is, and you gotta you just start reaching out. This is easier said than done. Once I've got it in one place, now it's like, what do I say to them? It's just like this. It's publishing. So let me give you a quick story. I, I am um, a little bit evangelical. I just naturally am that way in the sense of, if I have good news, I like want to tell people about it. I feel like I love that. And I remember when I went to college, um, I was if people didn't have a Gmail account, I was sitting down with them and getting them to sign up for a Gmail account because I was like, you can't be friends with me if you use Hotmail. Like you have to have Gmail. Let me show you. It's a world of difference. It's literally night and day. And that's what I did. I probably like personally responsible for probably a hundred people signing up for a free Gmail account. I got nothing out of it, but I'm just I'm just that way. So for me, the idea of sharing cool things very easy. Over the last three months. Uh, I hear, you know, get to meet cool folks. And we met someone at a live event we were doing and they showed me this thing. It was cool. It was awesome software. I was like, this is actually really, really cool. Lots of potential there. I was like, this would help our um, workflow process, all these things. And um, so he actually, he, he gave me a free account and he just gave me like, here's your link. He basically said, hey, I've made you an affiliate. Here's your link. If you want to tell people about it, here's your link, go, go for it. And uh, at the end of the year, I was doing a recap email. I was like, I just want to share cool things. And there were some things that I had, you know, only shared with a small group of folks. And I was like, you know what, let's finish off the year. I'm just going to tell people some cool stuff, just to whatever. That's just who I am. I like to share cool things. So I shared three cool things that I had previously, it had been recurring. I, I was doing a little bit of like consulting with folks and I kept on recommending these same things. I was like, may as well just tell my whole list about this. So of the three, one of them was my affiliate link. Uh, and honestly, I didn't like, I didn't even know the landing page. If you'd ask me like, what's the, just the regular buy page? I didn't even know it. This was the, this was the only link I had associated with them. I don't think I'd even been to their like website. I'd only been to like the login, like the app dot login. Um, I sent it out and thought nothing of it. Da da da. Went on with my life. It was cool. I, I guess people maybe responded to it positively. Weeks later, he asked to get on a call. So we get on a zoom call and he tells me, Hey, um, I don't even know if you knew this, but you won our affiliate contest for December. So here I was, and I won, and out of that, I got an iMac and an iPad. Like an iMac and an iPad for free beyond the thousands of dollars in, in, in affiliate commissions. And um, all I did was have a list. Like how much did it cost me to, to send that email? It probably cost me an hour to write it. Like I personally wrote it. But that, like, I was going to write it anyways. Like, I recommended two other things. It was just nothing. And then I was like, well, I could put a link in here and I put in the affiliate link. And out of that, you'd be like, you know, this is, I mean, it's an over $10,000 payday. Beyond, like, commissions and then like the, the stuff that's coming in there too. Like, how you spell it? It's like $10,000 because I had a list. That same amount of input 
and effort in a marketing environment, I was able to get a disproportionate return because I'd taken the time to build the list. And so um, that's the potential here. Let me give you, if you're starting off, I told you how to like start it from the first thing of like, you got to put this in a Google sheet. The, um, the other piece, let's say you've got a Google sheet, like I've got a hundred folks. Now I'm like, how do I grow my list, right? How do I grow this thing? You need to be thinking freebies. That's the easiest thing. It's, it, the idea is it's considered classically a lead magnet is just, I will give you something for free. It's not completely for free. I will give you something in exchange for your name, email, and phone number. That's it. You give me your name, email, and phone number. I will give you something for free. The If I'm starting out, I don't know what to do here. What I recommend and how I started is I pre-committed myself to showing up live. I guess the takeaway here is find something that, you were, that you're already good at, that you know will happen. And so uh, the, this is the idea of like a workshop. This is not long. You can, you can, you can commit to a 30-minute workshop. If you know how to do anything, anything cool whatsoever, make your landing page. I will teach you how to do this cool thing. And the first time it exists, you could actually say like live and you could just say like Thursday and you just leave it up there and you just commit it to every Thursday. And here's what will happen. One person will opt in and you'll be like, cool, I guess I'm doing it this Thursday. If you put it up there and no one opts into it, you have nothing to do, right? As soon as one person opts in, you do it, you record it. And now you change your landing page and you don't say live on Thursday. You say on demand starting in the next 10 minutes. And now you get to put a little countdown timer on there because it's on demand anyways. Um, and you're going to get a little bit of boost in conversion rate. And now when they opt in, you just give them the recording. But that's how I would do it. If I was starting off, I was like, I don't know how to make a lead magnet. I don't know how to build anything. I would think, what can I teach someone or talk about for 30 minutes? And then I would create a landing page that commits me to teach it at a defined time. I'd block out that time on my calendar and I would literally wait until someone opted in. Because if no one opts in, you picked a bad thing. Like you can, you can have bad bait, right? You go fishing and there's no point in, in putting all the work and energy into building out something that people may not want. But this is how I do it. If I was totally starting out a brand new and, and I wanted to increase more leads. And now what I found over time, I do this more and more. Like we have an idea about something and I say, often here, if you want to learn about it, I wait till somebody opts in I commit to that defined time of when I'm going to teach it. They teach it. I, I like, I teach it. I, I deliver whatever it is in workshop formats. And, um, and then, and then it, and then it turns evergreen. Then it becomes a recording. Now it becomes an asset. So um, that's what I'd say. If you're, if you're in that middle ground too, you're like, I've got a list, but I'm not growing it. That's what I encourage you to do is to, is to be thinking, how can I systematically put more lines out there with very little effort? And then that's all it is. It's a simple landing page that says, learn how to do this thing completely for free. Name your phone number to opt in, commit to one time, and it's a standing time. And if people opt in, you record it, it becomes evergreen. If people don't, you never have to do it. You just, you know, and, and once you build one of these pages, you can start to just use it over and over again. It's the same, same style. You're just changing out the words and, um, and getting a similar opt-in. So, so I think just to kind of put that together, as you start growing that list, you you mentioned, well, what do you send to them, right? And you are a big believer, just evangelize, like share the things that are mm-hmm. working, winning, happening, the things that you love. Um, just start with that, right? Like, and keep it simple. Yeah. I think a, a weekly email just saying, hey, here's cool stuff that's going on in the industry or in my niche um, is enough to get started. And so don't overthink it is my big encouragement to people that are in this part. Because so many times they think they have to figure out every single step before they start so they don't start. Just get started building that list because as Matt showed you, there's money there. There's, it's, it's incredible. And this is, that's one example. We've seen a dramatic 
uh, return and escalation in the output of our marketing because we've been building this list now and now because we've put intentional time and energy around predictably growing that list. And so, um, yeah, Tyler said weekly, don't even... Don't even put a recurring commitment in your mind. Just do something. Right now, you're at nothing. You send nothing. Send something. And if you want, I'll give you three ideas of something that you can send. One is like a a client example. Success case, right? This is just basically tell the story of a client who is happy with you. That's beneficial because there's going to be some ahas. Like you can direct folks and like, here's here's what you should know if you're working with us or working with someone else, whatever it is, those ahas. But that should hopefully come to mind. Like just a success case is one. Um, the what's working like right now, people are uh, oftentimes, I don't know if it's afraid or we, we're worried. Like if I tell you exactly what's working really well, that people will somehow do it without you, your ideal client will not. And so if you're a service provider, you should just tell them exactly what is working right now. And you could, you don't have to get super complex, pick one aspect. So one degree of what's working right now. And uh, that would be an incredible thing. I, I'm dabbling weird to say this, but you know, I'm picking up hobbies now, not picking up hobbies, but I fell through the YouTube, you know, cave of 3d printing. And I'm think like, none of these folks are trying to get me on their list, but if they did, and they just sent me out, like you could, even if you're like in 3d printing world, you can send an email and just talk about like one thing. You don't need to go everything. You can tell me just about like the significance of one little piece of it. And for someone who's engaged with that and probably an ideal prospect, they'd be like, this is, this is good. This is sufficient. So don't try to you know, eat the whole elephant, just take one bite, one little piece of it. And um, the third thing that I think works really well is um, personal stuff. This was like unexpected for me, but like people like this, your email is not the most personal space, but it is a like, we get stories from friends and family in there. You can compete on character. And so that might be like, what's a value to you? That could be like, what's what's something that happened last week? It could be bigger ahas and like the growth of you as like a person. And all, th- hopefully, like that one's even easier for you to think about. Like I, I, you could share a frustration that you had yesterday. Like why, what are the top three areas you're, you're feeling stressed right now? Like all of these things um, in the world of marketing, which is connecting, right? Marketing, connecting people to other people that provide a good or service shared suffering is actually a really great connector. And so uh, you don't have to have this glorious story of conquering and victory. You can actually connect really well from a place of this sucks. And so um, as a last one, if you're like, really like, I don't know what to say. If you feel like you don't know what to say, it's probably because you feel like a lot of stuff sucks. Talk about what sucks and, uh, and watch how people connect with that. I love it. Um, Hopefully, everyone, you guys are enjoying this show. Matt is going to be continue to bring the heat here on marketing with Matt. Uh, So again, if you are an entrepreneur business owner who wants more margin in your life and business, please subscribe and share this episode and share the show with a friend or somebody that you want to encourage along the way. Thanks for tuning in for this week's Marketing with Matt. Check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com to learn how we create high margin marketing. Also, if you know someone who'd enjoy the podcast, feel free to make a recommendation. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. Okay, bye for now.